You're listening to the Comic Crusaders Podcast. I am your host, Al Mega, CEO of Comic Crusaders and Undercover Capes. In this show, I'm sitting down with creators from all walks of life to talk about inspiration, process, the lessons they've learned, and a whole lot more. What up, everybody? It's your boy, Al Mega. Welcome to a brand new Comic Crusaders Podcast. Check it out, folks. Today, we got an amazing comic book creator. I mean, homie here, he is a painter. He's an illustrator, one of those fine artists and more. You've seen his stuff all over, working with musicians and stuff, man. We're about to, you need to get that, Broom, because we're about to hear a whole bunch of names get dropped on, on his legendary journey. Let me introduce this amazing creator that has a fantastic project out right now that we're going to be talking about called The Journey in the Eternal. Uh, we're going to show you how to, how to get this book. We're going to talk about what the bias verse is all about. That's right. Mr. J.C. Bias. Hey, how? <laughs> Good to Good. see you, man. No, thank you for coming on, brother. How are you feeling today? I, I'm doing well. I'm doing well, man. It's it's an honor to be here with you. No, nah, man, it is my honor. You know, Welcome. I uh, appreciate you coming on and talk about this awesome book you got. I, I was reading it uh, while you were in the green room. That's why I had you waiting for a moment. Sorry for the wait. <laughs> but, I, I, you know, you had me hooked like a fish. It's your fault. You know what I mean? The oh, book man. is that good. Well, I didn't want to stop reading. <laughs> all right? So, I appreciate that. All right. So before we get into how awesome this book is, all right, let's talk a little bit about you. So let's get that origin story, Senor Valles. Tell us where you're from, OG, where you grew up at. And what was your first taste of fandom? Um, I I was born in Puerto Rico. Um, Epa, que pueblo. Uh, <laughs> and I lived there till I was about um you know twelve, thirteen years old. And Man, then, what town in Puerto Rico? Yeah, yeah. No, we, what we town? were from San Juan. We're from San Rio, Juan. I was born in Rio Piedras. I'm from San Juan. Hey, there you go. I grew up there, and uh and that's that's where my love comics started actually with my dad my dad was a comic book Pops. fan and man Ooh. he was the one who would go to the to a drugstore and and just bring back uh you know Your comics for me oh he was uh wow. yeah he was like my inspiration you're one of the few that have said that so you know shout out to poppy right there <laughs> oh, yeah. oh yeah you know he was he was the one who instilled in me that you know the love of art and the love of comics i mean he really Wonderful. He really knew comics. He collected comics. And so, um, you know, and he knew the importance of comics, uh, you know, to learn how to read. You know, I, I learned how to read, you know, Spanish, reading those like translated versions of, of um, a lot of the comics and then reading English comics and, and the lyric sheets to Beatle albums. That's how I learned to read English. No um, way. Oh, yeah. Yeah, man. I'm a huge Beatle. How to read English with music? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I still don't know how to learn. I, see, that, that's a goal. I have to learn how to read music. Yeah, no. I mean, I wasn't reading the actual the music, but I, I learned understand. The I'm reading all of this. That's you funny. know, but I learned lyrics. to read English. Estaba you know, cantando. Yeah, the lyrics. Uh. I learned pronunciation and everything. So by the oh. time we moved here to Chicago, when I was about 12 or 13, you know, I was it was I just needed to practice, you know, conversational English. And, right. uh, and yeah, it was it was a lot easier. What, may I ask, what was the family's decision to to leave PR and, and hit the states? And you know, mo- most go to you know come to Nueva York, as they say. Yeah, yeah. You know? yeah. Um, so what, what? Why Chicago? Uh, we have family here. Oh, okay. Know? Yeah. So um, uh, you know, actually, my my parents unfortunately had divorced, and so I came with my mom. But eventually, my dad, you know. Yeah. I, 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 you know, convinced them to move over here too. So eventually we're all here, okay. um, you know, until they, they passed away. But, um, but, you know, even towards the end, he was still a big comic book fan and comic book nice. movie fan. So, really? um, uh, yeah, yeah, uh, no, man, it was, you know, I mean, that comic books bonded us. Let me tell you, you know, so a, I, 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 I saw my father, I saw my father move, which I saw him black Adam, right? I'm like, did you like it, Pop? He goes, it's okay. He goes, too much, uh, demasiada fantasia, too much fantasy. Uh, yeah, I'm like, yeah, Pop, yeah. it's a comic book movie. I mean, <laughs> you're telling me you like Shazam. This is in that family. 
I gotta show you this damn nice. He goes, okay, let me see it. I don't think it'll be as good as the original. And when <laughs> and I when I speak about original, he's talking about the old black and white cereal. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so yeah, my my dad used to watch those cereals too, and Flash Gordon and all those. So that yeah, be, well, well, they're that. pretty good though. I'd rather the front. <laughs> well, I, I, I love those, man. And see, it's funny you mentioned Shazam, but you know, my dad had this story that when um, he was living in in, in Puerta de Tierra in Old San Juan. There was a building across from him, and this kid, it was like, I don't know, like four stories, five stories high. And the kid went to, to the roof, and please, kids, don't do this. I mean, this is like, you know. <laughs> we do not endorse this home, activity. You know? <laughs> but, but really, I'm telling you more for, you know, it's just yeah. context, right? So this kid put him, a, you know, a towel around his neck, and he said, I'm Shazam, and he jumped. <laughs> and he broke every bone in his body, and he was. He so he was didn't say Shazam? No, no, he didn't. Say, well, he said Shazam, but it didn't work. It didn't work. <laughs> Neato. No, but you know, fortunately, he, he lived. You know, but he was someone my dad knew as a kid. Yeah, so Shazam so, was that dude. That's why. Yeah, yeah. For so, minute. you know, so he, Shazam. You know, was, <laughs> my dad had you know memories of, of Shazam of the old Shazam too, and 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 That's lived so through that. He was a, a traumatized by seeing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean to laugh at the guy I was saying. You see, stupidity has existed for a long time. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, were you kind of a lone wolf then in, in, in your fandom? Outside of your family, going to school, did you have friends that liked it too? Or you were solito and you enjoyed how to keep it quiet? No, and you I, I had some friends who, who liked, you know, comics and, uh, you know, my cousin. Um, you know, my cousin Elvis, uh, you know, he and I both. Elvis. <laughs> Elvis, yeah. He, he, um, it's See, funny. We used his to mama to... loved Elvis for sure. Oh, yeah, no. We go to a comic book shop and, um, like, like once a month, we save up our money, you know, and, and we tell him, hey, could you save this for us? Could you save that for us? And it was okay. pretty far. But yeah. we would make it. We'd always had, like, either my mom or, like, another relative take us to the comic book shop. And man, since early on, we would be, you know, uh, we were nice. collectors since early on. And uh, it turns out that, that the gentleman, Joe, Joe Sarno, he was a, a, a legend here in Chicago. He had a, a yeah. really cool comic book shop called Comic Kingdom. Okay. Um, and later on, when I was working, when I met uh, Walter Koenig, who plays Chekhov on Star Trek, and we, we actually worked on this. This comic book together. Oh, hold on! Look at that. Ooh. So uh, you know, once once we you know when we were working on this, uh, he was telling me because he's from Chicago also, and during Chi-town. one of the conventions, he you know he he met a guy who owned a comic book shop, and I'm like, yeah, what what's his name? Oh, Joe Sarno. I'm like, I know Joe. That's the, he. I, that's that's where I used to go to get my, my guy. So <laughs> he was you know he was friends with. With Joseph, we had that mutual friend. Wow, isn't that funny? I mean, most comic book shops are like drug dealers. Hey, where you get your stash? That's where I get my stuff at, yo. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> comic book shops are like drug dealers for real, yo. They, they keep our secrets. They're like bartenders. They, they do everything over there. You know what I mean? That's what they do. Right, right. I mean, it's, it's, it's the spot, yo. You know, it, it's the nerd barbershop, I like to call it. Right, right, right. All right, so here you are growing up. Uh, when did you start getting creative? I mean, when did this all happen? Did it happen during school with your friends, or are you solito were, were getting just into wanting to create? But how, how yeah, did this all happen? Just, man, you know, on my own again. You know, see, it, it was it was really coming to Chicago was like a it was a weird place to be at, you know, because uh, of course, you know, I end up in the in the Boricua, you know, neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and but just, I mean, I know how folks are, and so those hoods could be. So yeah, and what yeah, and what yeah. era was this? I'm sorry. What era was this that you were this there? This is like you know, in, in the eighties and the yeah, uh, mid eighties, and so yeah. it was Humboldt Park. You know, that's, that's where that's where we moved to, right. and I mean, Humboldt Park is, has been gentrified. It's it's pretty nice nowadays, you know. And I actually mm-hmm. teach art not too far from there, so I see, you know, and I go through, I go by every, every you know, every once in a while. And shake your head like, wow, what a difference! <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. It's, you know, but when I, I when I was living there, you know, 
uh, you know, you had to defend yourself going to school and coming back. And uh, it was a tough, tough, you know, place. I saw, I saw a guy getting shot um, what? Uh, <laughs> across the street from us. Um, no way. It was just that kind of a place, right? And so uh, I, I, I had no desire. You know, I knew a lot of people who that was the life that they that they knew. I, now I, I grew up in Puerto Rico. It was, you know, it was more like a, you know, like like a Puerto Rican Steven Spielberg movie. That kind of neighborhood. It was very nice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, we, were, we were yeah. rode our bikes all around the place, like Elliot. You know, yeah. so then heavy tea with us. But you know. It's it was that, and so I knew something different. So a lot of people that I knew here didn't know anything else, that, you know, other than that, and they grew up in in that kind of those conditions and those situations. Maybe the parents, you know, the dads were part of gangs, so to them, it, you know, they grew up yeah. in that. I had no interest in that because I knew there was more to life than that, and so, um, in you know, especially with in the neighborhood. Again, I just saw family. I really didn't meet up a lot of, with a lot of people. Didn't have a lot of friends in the neighborhood. But so I used that time to learn how to draw comic book characters, Star Trek, Star Wars. You know, I'm a huge sci-fi fan. You know, so um, so in a way, it worked to my advantage because that time I spent it listening to music, learning about music, and learning about art, learning about you know comic books. Oh, it jam. Yeah, the music. Uh, me, uh, yes, I'm a huge Yes fan. I'm a huge Beatles fan. Genesis, Pink Floyd. Those are my bands, you know. Um, and and to me, it's cool because then I've gotten to to work with some of the people from Yes and with you know with Genesis. Ooh, damn! Check so, you out, manifestation, right here. You are listening now. You you work with. Well, wow, man, it's 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 cool because you you get to tell them, hey, you know, I you know I do what I do because you know I, I would get inspired listening to you, you know, and I and I paint whenever I paint like this stuff in the back. These are album covers that I've done. Whenever Whoa. I paint, I listen to music. You know, I, I have to have music, so you know, one thing feeds into into another. Uh, uh, yeah, I definitely want to know about that because my daughter is a huge heavy metal. You know, rock, yeah. You know, new and old fan, yeah. And she's a digital artist, you know, uh, you know, and also hand artist. It's she would love to do that album covers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. she told me some examples of work. Oh my god, yo! <laughs> some metal bands gotta hit me up, yo. If y'all are real, because she does crazy work. Um, and we're gonna talk about that. So, all right. So yeah, here you yeah. are getting creative. You've gotten creative. You 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 starting stepping. So how did you start getting creative? And, and you know, and what, how how was that process as you're learning? Um, well, you know, I mean, I started drawing and whatever, whatever I had, you know, like like school paper, right, line paper, and then you know, then my mom saw, hey, you know, he, he has an interest, so she'd get me a, a you know, sketchbooks and everything I, I needed. Uh-huh. She was really supportive as well. Um, and in school, you know, I had a, a great art teacher, Miss Bonnie Condor. And she was just amazing. That was her name, Bonnie Condor. Condor. Yeah, yeah. That's just that is a name. superhero name. If I've ever I know, heard. right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to let her know because I'm still in touch with her. So I'll, I'll let her know. I'll, I'll have her watch the podcast, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but, yeah, you know, and so she motivated me to enter, like, contests and things like that. And I ended up oh. winning, like, the city sticker. So every car here. Has uh, you know a, a a city sticker like a um, you know a sticker that you have to buy like for like a, ta- a tax for the car every oh, year. Okay, like an inspection ticket, or whatever. For something example. like that, yeah. Something. A registration for the year. Whatever. Like a registration under- sticker, yeah. Okay. So back, you know, back in those days, and for a long time after that, um, they would have contests in schools to choose some artwork to go on those stickers, so they would promote, yeah. you know. The, the art of, of, of young people. So I won one day. So my, my artwork was in every like car in the city of Chicago. And so that's, that was like oh. my first taste of, you know, it's like, oh, oh. that's really cool. You know, whenever I just, thought, how old were you? 
Uh, I was uh, like, I don't know, 17, 18 years old. Ah, oh, in the city right then, son. And You're like, was, I got the juice. <laughs> <laughs> it was inspiring. You know, it was inspiring. I mean, it, it, it was, it was humbling in a way. I mean, I wasn't used to that. Nice. You know, and I was, nice. I was interviewed for, you know, the news, you know, NBC, really? uh, whatever, and then the newspaper. How yeah. was the family reacting? Cause I know Latino families. How was your family? Oh, they, they were really proud. They were really proud. It's funny. I had a friend of mine visit from Puerto Rico not too long ago. He showed me. Uh, the, 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 the clips, the clippings from the paper, the newspaper that his mom still has. She's like my aunt in Puerto Rico. She still has that. Um, you know, it's just really, it feels really good to know that, you know, that they're, they're proud of your accomplishments. And I, I really appreciate it. I mean, again, to me, that's, that's just humbling, you know, that, that people will do that for me. And um, so, so, you know, that, that just kind of inspired me to just continue. Uh, you know, in, in the arts, you know, I had thought about different things of becoming, I don't know, an engineer, an archaeologist, whatever. I wanted to be Indiana Jones, you know. Uh, but, <laughs> yeah, but I realized, no, nah, you know, I'm, I'm better suited to be an artist. And so I went to, I, I got a scholarship, you know, uh, for the art to the Art Institute of Chicago. And so that's where I, I actually went in to study animation. But, um, at the time, they only had like, you know, the very limited equipment, like one camera. So everyone was wanted to use it. I would end up having to go on Sundays, like I don't know, eight in the morning, and I'm like, nah, I'm not gonna do this. Man, say yeah, say word on a Sunday. Yeah, yeah. Because you know, you know, or I have to stay late at night and then use it when everyone had signed up for it, and then. Wow. And it's just, uh, you know, so I was like, no, I don't think I, I want to, I want four years of this. So then I switched and I started, um, uh, taking painting classes, right? You know, so then I switched, you know, into more painting. Um, but I was also, um, I also learned film and storyboarding there. So that, that helped me Ooh. later on to do so separate sport- classes and all. Yeah, yeah, you were able to take, you know, like I took painting, I took photography, I took, you know, film. So I, you know, I was pretty well rounded in, you know, in, in the arts. But Man. but my my degree is is in fine arts and painting and drawing. But I use all that for my comics, you know. Uh, you know, the 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 storyboarding helped me like to pace my my stories when I illustrate them in the comics. So I take a lot of that. You know, I think of when I do a comic, I think of it as as a, a film that I'm making. And it, it, you know yeah. it works out because like even like especially like like with the book I did with Walter Koenig that was a a script that he did uh, on 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 produced uh, script so I thought about okay well let's let's do it you know if we're gonna imagine that we're gonna do a movie and so yeah. this is gonna be on paper so uh, you know again I always think about about it in in that level. Yeah, more and more comics nowadays kind of feel that way too, because people are trying to seek the cinematic experience, you know, while they read. Mm-hmm, so the yeah. artistry and the words kind of do fit that 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 flow nowadays. Yeah, yeah, I've noticed that too. You know, it's wonderful though. I appreciate it. So talk about you then finally, you know, finally now stepping into your first professional gig, some or the first time you did something like, I right, yeah, I am like. My, my education is not being put to work. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I, um, there was a gentleman and we're still in touch and we're still doing work together, which is great. His name is, uh, Carlton Hargrove. Uh, Carlton had what was called at the time first, no, third coming comics. Now he has 20, 21st century media. Um, and, and uh, or no, 20, 20th Street Media, I'm sorry. And okay. so he he has, you know, his his company publishes uh, mainly uh, comics that, you know, that, that, that focus on the African-American experience. Okay. Um, but but again, you know, I so the first book we did was was called Isis and it's based on kind of like, like the old character Isis. Right. She has yeah. And then she transformed, but it's like like, like an African American version of the character. 
and it was it was a great experience. You know, that was my first professional gig. Nice. Um, and and so yeah, that's that's how I got the bug, you know. And and I just you know did other projects after I continued working with them throughout. Um, nice. You know, we're still we're still working on the same character now. Now that it's been you know of course because you know. Uh, ISIS is now, you know, has a different connotation because of, you know, yeah. terrorist group and all that kind of stuff. So, matter of fact, once he paid me, no, check this out. Here's here's a crazy story. So, once he paid me, uh, you know, via PayPal, because I had done some artwork for his project and it was labeled yeah. ISIS, right? So they they froze my account, and so I, you know, I I, <clears throat> I didn't get the money and I had to go and call these people. Hey, what's going on? Says, oh, because it's, it says ISIS, so we want to make sure there's no terrorism ties. Hey, motherfucker, this is a combo character, a goddess. <laughs> <laughs> I had to show them, you know, take pictures of the comic books and, you know, send them to them, and then they, they unblocked it right away. That was, oh you know, my they, God. You know, but it was just funny. You know, that. So now, now the, the comic book is, it goes uh, by Ania Griggs, is, is the name of the character. Okay. Um, yeah, so but you know that he's done another character, Moses, and she's like a like a uh, like a UFO like hunter or something like that. That's some really cool, very creative stuff. And so I'm still doing work with them, you know, on and off. Um, yeah, on the journey, on. Oof. Oh, you know, no, no, it's it's always you know, and that's the cool thing about about comics is is a collaborative. A field. It's always great to be able to work with people like that, you know. Like yeah. Carlton. Um, and and just about everything I've done, I've I've been able to continue being friends and having a good relationship, and you know, and and working with them again because, um, you know, I don't know why. I mean, maybe maybe I'm easy to work with. I don't know, but <laughs> but it's just it, it's yeah yeah. Porter, of course, it's easy to work with. <laughs> Are those CDs behind you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a big music. Yeah, I have, I have yeah, albums, records, yeah, yeah. CDs. Um, all right. I need yeah. to know because God, yeah, you, you're saying you work with bands and all. Like, all right. So, how did you even start landing all those opportunities? How how, how soon after this first op did those opportunities start landing? So, um, the first major one that I would say, um was maybe about 10 years ago and it was it was john anderson of yes and so we no way yeah yeah Yeah. no we're still we're still working on on some stuff we published a children's book called uh when tula forgot her song it was a very cosmic you know there's like bird you know uh yeah to outer space and you know um, really, really cool story. But then we also worked on um, a, a, a graphic novel that we're still developing called Violin Stories, right? About this violinist who finds this like violin that turns out to be more of a like an interdimensional machine. You know, when you play it, it transports you to different places. Oh, that would be cool. Yeah, I would be screwed because I wouldn't remember what note I played. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like Quantum Lee. When I get home, <laughs> I know. <laughs> well, this guy is similar because this guy a lot of times doesn't know where he's just learning how to play this thing, so he ends up in oh, different places. You know, it's an adventure. That's fine. And so it. it's cool because the the first chapter of it was published. The first time it was published, it was in a Puerto Rican comic book anthology. Oh, um, where? Which one? What it are you talking about? What Puerto Rican comic book? Mundo, Mundo Comics by Editorial right. Burbuja. And so, um, yeah, this so that. My life. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll have to send you a link. Um, and so, so they have really cool, you know, they, they, they kind of promote it as like the Puerto Rican, you know, heavy metal, you know. Oh my God, don't tell me this. Please <laughs> stop teasing. <laughs> oh my God! It's I mean that link like immediately, bro. I, yeah, I yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you just popped me up. I, I really want to see that, bro. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so so I, I, you know, with with John, um, so the way I started working with him is that I, I knew this other artist, right, and he was doing some work for him, 
Now he found out he he wasn't maybe that well versed in like designing spaceships and all that cosmic stuff. Yeah. So he so he he connected with me and said, "Hey, would you would you want to join the project? Because I, I I can't do that. Uh, could you design some stuff, you know, for us?" And I said, "Sure," you know. So I did. Um, and I thought, well, I thought that was going to be it. And so um, then one day I see that John is working on 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 a, some videos and he's looking for people to work, you know, on that production. And I said, you know what, I already did some stuff for him. Let me just send them some samples. Cause I figure I don't do, I don't actually do the video part of it, but I do, even though I've, I've, I've done editing and things like that before, but I know storyboarding. So they, they might need a storyboard yeah. artist. And sure enough, um, you know, I get, I, I was at work. So my wife gets a call and, and she's like, Hey, I think John Anderson called, but I don't, I, I don't, I don't know if it's him or someone pretending to be him because <laughs> it's like XM Radio, you know, and because you know he was calling from there because he's friends with the guy who founded uh, Lee Abrams, who started XM Radio, who yeah. lives here in Chicago. So he was, I guess, calling from that phone. She's like, it's probably some DJ, like you know, that pretending to be John Anderson. He's like a, a, a prank, but still, he left him. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, give me the number just in case. And sure enough, it was John. And we were talking for like half an hour. Um, nice. It was just uh, amazing. Just, you know, because again, you know, when, when all the craziness was going on outside of, of, of my my room and that neighborhood, I was in the room absorbing his music, his lyrics, and just channeling it and creating art, you know. And so it, it, was, it was a great opportunity to collaborate with with him, you know, and the same thing, okay. you know, you were telling about, about your daughter. I, I, would, I have some advice for her right now um, because it's my experience, you know, and I, I, I you know, um, Please. I would yeah. say network. Okay. That's the biggest thing an artist can do. You can do the most amazing stuff, but you, if you don't put it out there, no one's going to see it. And so, okay. it, you know, if she has those bands that she likes, um, just, you know, check their website, see, you know, they, they normally have some kind of email address there. Just have her send some samples. Sometimes you don't know they're looking for someone like that for some yeah. kind of pro- production for t-shirts for, you don't know. Um, and so, um, just, just have her put her name out there. Just have her, have her reach out. Tell her not to be afraid of reaching out to them because they're, yeah. they're just artists. They're just artists like like you and me, like her. And they're just, I you know, so again, much. they like to collaborate. It, you know, she she will be pleasantly surprised. Yeah. My brother, the words couldn't be true because that's how I've got opportunity myself. I've never been afraid to ask. What's the worst yeah. you could say? No. Okay, it's no for now. That's the way I That's always right. say it. That's right. Because when they see, oh shit, everybody's talking about they should go go over here because it's pretty fun, and mm-hmm. all of a sudden it turns into a yes. It may take time. I've had that happen several times already. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, and am I going to be a hater? Sure, I have you. Why not? Why are you before? Why not? Thank you. Thank you for wanting to participate. No, Bye. no problem. <laughs> And so the same thing happened with uh, Steve Hackett, you know, from Genesis. I, I told her this was a, a piece right here that this base. Look at that the- piece, though. This is so beautiful, <laughs> bro. Oh, my God. I was like, I have that on my wall. <laughs> well, each one of those windows has one of the members of Genesis, you know, playing. What? Oh, my God. And so and the other windows is elements or characters from the song. Um, and, and of course in the song, it mentions Batman, it mentions Tarzan. And so they're, they're in there, you know, in, in the picture. And so, I mean, that, that was another thing, you know, I, I, after a concert, I go to a lot of concerts and after a concert one day, I, um, I just stuck around and I, I ended up meeting Steve Hackett, you know, from Genesis. What the fuck? You know, where were you hanging out that in the back or in in the where were you? You know, as people were leaving, I saw some of the musicians, and I just you know I asked, hey, is is he going to be? Because sometimes they come out and do signings, you know. Ah, I see what you said. It was like I just asked one of the guys. Actually, I asked his brother. He 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 played with him, and he was like playing flute for um, Steve Hack. And I said, hey, you know, Steve coming out later. He's like, he's like, maybe, maybe just stick around. So I just hung hung out at one. chair or table when i saw him you know i got a chance to talk to him 
And man, this was, this was like, I don't know, like 15 years ago. And we've been, you know, we got along, we hit it off really well. And we stayed. Um, I, I actually had taken pictures of the concert because I, I was doing a series of paintings based on rock concerts, like concerts. So I sent, you know, I, I was able to send them like the, the sketch that I did of the painting. I sent it to him as a gift. And so we yeah. were in touch, you know, uh, for a long time. He actually connected me to Peter Gabriel to do. What? <laughs> yeah. And That's he's like, oh, yeah, because I told him, you know, uh, the, have you ever thought about doing the land lies down on Broadway? It, see, it's a, that's that's the thing, you know. Again, this is this is for your daughter, okay? you know, network. network, and you just and you just bring out the idea. It's like you said, yeah. what, what could they say? No, right? So he, so I told him, yeah, how about have you ever thought of doing the land lies down on Broadway as as a graphic novel? Have you ever thought of that? He's like, I hadn't, you know, but uh, it's a great idea. But you know what? You'd have to talk to Peter. Um, about it because he has the rights he owns the rights to all the lyrics and i'm thinking yeah like i'm just gonna go hey hey peter yeah i don't even know how to get in, you know in touch with him so he connected me to uh to real world studios and then so oh, that's wow. how i i was able to uh uh to work with him and we we started and you know but now he has his new album and now he has a new tour so that's like in the back burner i, I don't know if it's gonna yeah. happen or not, but but see again networking then he recommended me, his people recommended me to a, a UK hip hop artist called Akala. And okay. so I got, you know, so then he needed a graphic okay. novel artist. And I ended up doing a really oh. cool graphic novel with him, which was like on the, on the BBC. You know, he performed it and, you know. Say what? Oh. Yeah. So it's, I mean, you never know. You know, you just got to get, get your work out there. You know, let people know what you're doing. And someone's going to say, hey, you know. Yeah, I like what he or she is doing, and and they'll give you a chance, you know. Um, and just like that, you know, with the journey internal, I reached out um, to Robert Barry, the singer um, of the band of Six by Six, and we were we were writing over something like a, a print of like Emerson, Lake and Palmer, like one of the covers. But during that conversation, I say, hey, by the way, you know, if you ever need someone to do a graphic novel, I do, you know, I do those. Because I knew his work. I was really familiar yeah. with his work. And like two years later, you know, earlier this year, he's like, hey, by the way, are you still doing graphic novels? And I'm like, yeah. So we started talking. Uh, and, man, it was like really cool because okay. we hit it off like this. Um, and and I, I told him, okay, so what what's the story, you know? He's like, oh, wait a minute. So I have songs, but I don't have a story. He's like, give me a week and I'll have a story for you. So, okay. So he wrote the script in one week based on all the songs of the album. Because, oh. you know, he wanted that that companion piece to, to the theme album. to it, yeah. And so what I did was then I took that story that he sent me. And actually that week, I had to fly out to, 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 to London. So I was, I remember just... You know, like like at the cafes and like uh, you know, uh, you know, uh, Starbucks or whatever. <laughs> there. I'm like drawing, doing sketches for for the book. And when I got back, I sent him some sketches, and he was like blown away. It's like let's do this, you know. And it took us about know, like five months to do the whole book. Okay. Um, yeah, five yeah. months for that book, really? Cause it's, yeah, it's, not, yeah. it's not a small book either. And folks, yeah. you want to know what we're talking about? Book right here. I mean, look at that dope, dope dragon right here. Where, <laughs> you let me? I could go a green mustache like that too. <laughs> huh? Six by six, the journey internal. Talk about this cover. What's going on here? Who is this guy on the cover? Who is? What is that dragon? Why is he getting shot at? Why is there so much fire? You gotta, read the book to you gotta read the book to find out. No, no, just kidding. Hey, well, you know, hey. well, the guy is a character called Rain. Um, and he um the book starts with him finding himself in a in, in a place in a war-torn country, in a war-torn city. And uh um, you know, we wanted we wanted it to reflect what was happening in the Ukraine, just you know, in a way of like 
to make it contemporary as a, you know, and also in a way of like to support, you know, what, what's going on over there. And so, um, you know, he found himself in this worn, torn country, but then he finds a way to try to make things right. I mean, he doesn't know it yet, but he finds these portals that allow him to go to different dimensions, universes, worlds. Um, and so as he starts that journey, um, he starts learning about himself and how he can rebuild that city and rebuild, you know, who he is. And so um, it, it's, you know, there's a lot of, it's a very surrealistic comic. You know, it's kind of like, like, like the land lies down on Broadway, that type of, you know, surrealist kind of, uh, which I love. I don't know if you know the land lies down on Broadway uh, but mm-hmm. by Genesis, but it's cool. You might like it because it's about a Puerto Rican graffiti artist, you know. Oh, and he goes right. into this underground New York world, uh, and and he finds these creatures. It's like Alice in Wonderland, you know, but on acid or something. You know, you you got it. <laughs> it's like really wild. And so this is similarly structured. I mean, in terms of you know the surrealism aspect of it. So we had a lot of fun just just coming up with, you know, with with him journeying through these worlds. Uh, and, and finding different uh, uh, challenges, you know, you have this dragon that, um, well, he, he was, you know, he was looking at an article about the Chinese government, you know, abusing like mm. you know, the monks there and, 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 you know, and the people oppressing their people. So the, the I dragon, read that chapter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that, that's what that represents. You know, I said, well, let's, let's go ahead and, uh, you know, he's like, how, how do we show that? You know, so uh, I said, well, how, how about creating a dragon? And, you know, that would be, you know, that symbolically, that will be, you know, the, the, the Chinese government. And you see the monks there. You see the people just running away. I wanted to get a little Godzilla type of vibe. Not only that, but then that chapter, we painted it. We, 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 I drew it and we colored it um, in the style of like those Chinese revolutionary posters. You know, yeah. and so we wanted because I, I realized I wanted to do each chapter in a slightly different style, just like the music. Each song in the album has a slightly different style. Right. So I'm yeah. like, there's something different about the music and each one, the style. So I'm gonna, I want to reflect that in in the in the, the visuals. And then so Robert was all for it. And um. Yeah, I mean, one one chapter, I don't know if you've seen it, one chapter is in the style of the old, like, Ian Fleming, like, James Bond mm. comic strips from, like, 1958, 59, 60, those early yeah. comic strips. We even did the little Bende dots, the little dots, you know, with the <laughs> yeah. printed, you know. So if you look at it close, it's gonna you're going to see it. It looks like an old comic book, you know, but then some look more uh, like digital paintings, uh, you know, some look more like this. Like those, uh, you know, Chinese posters. Um, yeah, so we had yeah, a lot of fun. Though. I love Thanks. your color usage, your panel work, all that. I mean, it's fire. I mean, the, 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 look at the top three panels. You you see that sequence. You you picture it a, a, as a live action scene, and then boom, the moment. Mm. Dude, bro, you're killing it, bro. Killing it. Thank you. Thank Beautiful you. Picture. You know, and, and again, it's. And then you, know, you go, the difference that you said in the art. Look at that. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, how are you so fucking diverse? Jesus Christ, bro. <laughs> Where Well, you know, I got to tell yeah, you, bro, bro. I can't take, you know, complete credit. You know, I, I drew them differently and I color some of the chapters, but I also have two really talented colorists. You know, I have, I have a great writer with Robert. You know, we wrote this this thing together. Uh, we developed it, you know, visually. I drew it, and then I got two gentlemen who helped me to color it. Uh, one's uh, uh, Manuel Avila. Manuel yeah. is, um, he was a big architectural artist here in Chicago. Um, and he's from Venezuela, but his family lives in Puerto Rico. And he's actually out there now. He's living there now. Um, and then I have John Lyons, who's another really great, you know, painter and, and colorist, comic book colorist. Um, and I've been working with these gentlemen for, for a long time. So we know each other's language, visual language, you know. And we actually have a uh, – so that, that the, the 
painting the Genesis show that we had with Steve Hackett, they're part of a collective. It's, it's Manuel, it's John, another artist, Janice Aponte. And so, uh, so we are all a, a collective known as the Chicago Narratists. And narratives, you know, is a made-up word. It's a combination of narrative and artists. You know, we, we tell stories through our paintings. But we also, you know, get to do comic books and things together, you know. So it's, it's really cool that we, you know, we, we're, we're able to work on both worlds. Beautiful. Beautiful. And then look again, the change. Look at this panel you used to hear. This is classic, too. Oh, thanks. Yeah, this was for Star Trek Renegades. It was uh, a movie that was done a while back by Tim Russ, who played Tuvok on oh, Star Trek uh? Voyager. I don't know if you remember Voyager, Star Trek Voyager. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely so, do. Tuvok, the, the gentleman who played Tuvok, his name is Tim Russ. Okay. So he directed this this movie, like like a web movie, and then... Walter Koenig, Chekhov, was in the movie and a lot of other, like, Star Trek people. And so I, I was asked to to do, like, a companion uh, digital comic, you know, for, for oh, cool. the website to promote the movie. So, yeah. I mean, did you, so you learn, you learn in, in the traditional format, right? The if part. I drew it originally, well, yeah, I mean, I drew it, like, an 11 by 17 sheet by yeah. hand. And so, then we scanned so, and then added all the digital okay. colors. Yeah. Well, about the same, man. Because you know, how did you go from you know being that old school to digital? Have you transitioned? Have you tried digital art? You know. Oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But are but you a yeah. Fan? I, yeah, I am. I love digital art, but you know, I I work more in a hybrid kind of. Oh. You know. This is oh. uh, like more old school. This is a gouache. Gouache is like oh. a yeah. You know, I don't know if you know. It's like a thick watercolor yeah, so this is love it it yeah. is like those classic horror comics so this shit goes like yeah horror. yeah yeah this is wow. yeah yeah this is the one that walter koenig you know check out from star trek he he did this book is about the post-apocalyptic vampire story and so yeah. you know i just you know i i thought that was a cool style to use to tell that story you know oh hell yeah oh my god that covers Gorgeous, bro. Thank you, thank you. And this bat is fucked up. I mean, you got two faces. What is going on? Yeah, bro? yeah. It's what? you know the radiation has mutated all these creatures and and a lot of the people. So, muchacho, I'll be on the wrong <laughs> like a patita paqueta quiero. You know what I mean? I'll be out like a mother. That's beautiful art, bro. This is what you can see, hey. folks. Too. You know, we're gonna keep talking for a minute, but. You know, that this is the end of the PowerPoint. You know, I got the links below. Who you gotta support? You got you gotta support amazing artists like this creators. I mean, homies writing, drawing. You got a small team. You doing everything. But how, how does it feel to be able to tackle and wear so many hats? You know, during a project like this. Um. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie to you. It's you know, it's hard work. Um. I you know, because I also work as an art teacher. So during. Oh, oh, thank you for your service as a teacher, <laughs> because you know that's that, that's being a soldier there for real too, especially with today's gen. The yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, you know, you know, I, I started the book uh, during the summer, so I had more time. And I was balancing it with the show in LA uh, with Steve Hackett, but once I started teaching again, the school year started. It was it was it was really difficult because I had to work, you know, a full time job, and then. In the evenings, and just work on, on the final chapters of the book. And man, sometimes I would be working until three in the morning, and I had to get up at five thirty in the morning. So I was, oh, it was, it was tough. I know those days, but, you know, what you were. Oh yeah, but you know, man, working with Robert Barry, man, it was a, it, it was a pleasure working. You know, he's he's such a cool guy. I love the band. You know. Uh, it, you know, sometimes you do stuff and you're okay with, you know, with what you, you know, with the people you're working with. Oh, they do their music's okay or whatever. But I've been lucky to have, uh, you know, to work with people like like that, like Robert Barry. I've done wow, work with this band called Show Pony, and they're they're fantastic. They're like really mental rock. So all of the the covers are like like space and astronauts and things like that. Wow. So really sci-fi. But you know, but again, Robert, you know. Um, 
you know, just check out his music. It's fantastic. Six by six. You can check them out on YouTube. You can get their music on Amazon. Uh, just, uh, yeah, it's, it's really great music. Uh, really, you know, some songs are really hard, you know, some are more, uh, like progressive rock type of stuff, but they're like, like, like a, like one of those super groups, you know, they have, there's a, a, a progressive rock band saga and they're really big, like they're Canadian, but man, they love them in Puerto Rico. They're huge over there. <laughs> uh, there's a band called Saxon, a British band. They're really heavy. And so the drummer, their drummer is, is six by six is a, a drummer. Oh. Um, you know, Saga's guitar player is <laughs> six by six a guitar player. And then, and then Robert has worked with everybody. You know, Robert has done, uh, used to work with Keith Emerson and Carl Palmer from Emerson Lake and Palmer. They have a band called three. Uh, they were also called Emerson, Emerson Barry and Palmer. And so I knew their work, you know, his work from that time when he was, we had the, that band. And then, um, but he's, he's worked with, you know, Ambrosia. He's worked with Greg Kinn. He's worked with a bunch of people, you know, and then now he formed this, this super group. Uh-oh. And uh, yeah, they're fantastic. See, and I think that makes it even easier to, you know, when you like the music, uh, you want Absolutely. to do justice, you know. So that's that's that inspired me to do everything you see in that book. You know, that's it was inspired by by the music. By yeah, the because each chapter you see the end of the one of the lyrics of the songs. Mm-hmm, yeah, so it's, it's pretty cool. I love that. And I want to make you laugh for one because here you are. You're talking about you know rock bands and bands and this. So here I am one day. One of my boys, I, I, I give me a ticket to accompany him to a specific concert, right? So I met up at a deli here in New York. But it's here at Roseland, I believe it was. One of mm. the play, was it one of those over there, right? Yeah. Box, whatever it was called, right there in Times Square. Uh, it was for Slipknot, right? So I'm okay. in this deli having a couple of beers before we go in with my boy, and this group of guys just keeps looking at me and looking at me. And I look at my boy. I'm like, "Are you ready?" He goes, "For what?" I said, "Yo, I can't. I, I have to say something. I can't <laughs> tolerate this." So I was like, "Yo, you guys good? What's up? Yo, y'all good?" And, and they're like, I have a question for you. Like, what happened? They're like, where you from? Like. Puerto Rico. He goes, are you going to go see Slipknot? I'm like, yes. And they look at me like, I, we did not know that Puerto Ricans like metal. I'm like, huh. wow. Huh. Really? And what's funny is, that was not the first time I heard that. I was also seeing System of a Down for a $2 bill back in the day in New York Webster Hall and I got the same, same uh, thing. Wow. Same exact thing. Like, man, we're, we're, we're not known to mash out. What's going on with y'all? <laughs> I know, man. Are you kidding? That's crazy. Because I, my my math teacher in Puerto Rico, my seventh grade math teacher, that guy, that guy was, uh, you know, man. And I wish I remembered his name, but he was a big music fan, like rock fan. Yeah. Nice. He's, you know, the, 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 a lot of the kids call him, you know, Chespirito, you know, but. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> he looked a little bit like him, but he was a cool, cool dude, you know. And he, yeah, bro, loved... you're the second person to message Pirito recently. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but that's the thing, you know. Puerto Rico is is one of the most cosmopolitan, you know, places that you know, especially this in the city. When I was teaching there, I had I had students from all over the world. Wow, you know. And so in, in the school where I was teaching, you know, because people from all over the world go to do business there. And so a lot of people just think, oh, you know, they listen to Bad Bunny or, you know, like, you know, <laughs> yeah, you know, and I'm like, I don't pay attention to that. Those are good, you know, it's a good music. You know? And, yeah. uh, that, you know, no, I mean, and I'm, I'm, I mean, it has to have some, some substance, you know, right. and, uh, I think bad if you like listening to, but I, I it's just it, it leaves me empty. I need to have something that has some substance, and and man, there's tons of music fans in Puerto Rico. The first time I listened to the Beatles, to the Who, to the Police, to these bands, it was in Puerto Rico. Bob Dylan, yeah, you know, 
you name it. And Puerto Rico, there's enough people there. A lot of people like really good music. They're very sophisticated in their taste. But, you know, unfortunately, we're not known for that. You know, they they yeah. they, they just, you know, have us uh, branded as, as, as something else, you know. And My, first favorite, <laughs> my first favorite was like Bon Jovi and Metallica when I, thought, when mm. I found that. I was like, ooh, this is so cool, energetic. <laughs> yeah, you know. You know? Yeah, no. I, I, this is why I love us Puerto Ricans. We could flip from metal to rock, then go to a bachata to some fania salsa. Yeah, oh man, go to some freestyle, you know. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and that's the, the thing. That's I, you know, yeah, man. With my dad, you know, he's the one who buy me the Beatle albums, you know. But he'd also be listening to Santana, man, and I would just or oh. the Fania, the Fania All Stars. So I learned to appreciate all that, that yeah. like classic stuff, oh, you know, yeah. Tito Puente. And you know, I mean, I listen to. That's the thing. I, you know, I'm not just into rock. I listen to everything, you know. And I, I love like, uh, you know, more like social, socially conscious groups like Haciendo Punto en Otro Son, uh, uh, Roy Brown. You know, those people in Puerto Rico. I, you know, I. I listen to like Cuban stuff, like Silvia Rodriguez, you know. Yeah. Oh, Buena to, Vista, bro. I'll be going back. Buena Vista Social. Oh, that's that's fantastic <laughs> stuff, man. That's yeah, yeah. So it's 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 great, you know. I it, it was good being a, a, a music fan in Puerto Rico because you you got such a wide variety of of music that you wow. could listen to and experience. Wonderful. So where's the journey internal gonna take us? You know what I mean? And, and where can we get it, right? I mean, we could get it at, at, at these spots where else, I mean, are you going to make con appearances? What's going on? We need to know what's on the schedule, okay? Yeah, the, you know, the book just came out. So um, okay. right now we're, we're working to try to get it into different stores. But right now those two say Nick's Picks. That's that's Robert Berry's site. Um, okay. You know, and we, we do this through, you know, Sony Inside Out. Um, and so um, that's in the U.S. If okay. you're gonna buy it in the U.S., go to stnickspicks.com and then you know look for it there. If you're in, in the U.K. or in Europe or anywhere else in the world, um, we recommend you go to burningshed.com. That's a British um, website, okay. and they're the ones who 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 distribute you know uh, new music by everybody, like you know Yes and Genesis and you know all these bands and so Jethro Tall and so we we're in there you know with them uh where is it where is it taking us well we're working already on the next on the next book he's working oh, on the next damn. album and we're we're going to work on the next book where um it's going to be more even be more integrated okay we're going to be it's probably going to be also available as a, like in a package you know with the music and the oh, dope, dope. The, um so we're looking at different different ways um to work this um if you if you see the last page of the story there's actually uh lyrics to another song that's not in the album that's one of the songs from the new album oh. so it's a little preview and it says rain will you know the story of rain will continue because we want to give that little uh, you know, heads up. Um, and so, so we, we're thinking of doing comic appearances, you know, uh, nice. wherever people will have us. You should. You, you should. What you should do is some comic appearances, right? And then host a party where people carry Oki the lyrics to the songs in the book. Mm. Think about that, kiddo. Yep, yeah. All right. regalito para ti. Que idea. Gracias. Dime eso. That would be so much fun. Like, and whoever sings the best, you got like a cool prize pack, maybe tickets to a concert or some shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Feel me? Feel me? Think yeah. No, you know what? And, and that's the thing. You know, I think one, once they, they tour, we'll be able to have some some things like that that we can just tie nice. it into like different promotional. You know, oh, oh give us some variant covers. Or give us some... We're going to have Yeah. <laughs> I'm there, kiddo. I'll be the motherfucker screaming all the way. Where? got a dog, baby. If you need a high man, shit. But I got you. Yeah, okay. We'll be counting on that. Part of rocks, you know how many part of rocks do? Okay, we support one other. That's what it is. All right, bro. You've been amazing, man. So, two more things here. First, just me as a fan to a creator. I just want to say thank you. 
and especially also as as, as a Puerto Rican, you know, what I mean, I, I'm gonna talk to many Puerto Rican creators, you know, in the business. So I feel very proud. This is that as a Puerto Rican, like wow, to see what you're doing and the people you work with and the work that you do, I'm honored. You, I, I really have this sense of pride. So, gracias for inspiring Thank me. And with la gente, uh, it's amazing. You keep doing what you do for real because you are absolutely amazing. God bless you on your journey, God bless bro. You as well, thank you bro. so much. I appreciate so, that. And uh, now. Advice. So, you know, you know, you've had a hell of a journey, as we just said. So, you know, what type of advice would you give somebody trying to, you know, come up as well? Because, you know, I know you were telling me that some stuff, but, you know, how about to the world in general? Um, Well, there's a few things that you that you can do. Number one, you know, this sounds like it sounds kind of like cliche, but, you know, but really practice, practice, practice. Uh, you got, you got to, you got to enjoy doing this. You know, if you don't like it, then maybe, maybe you can do something else. You can, you know, you can do something art related, but you know, if you don't really like drawing or don't like painting, then maybe it's not the right thing. Cause you got to do it all the time. You gotta, you gotta practice to get better. Uh, you gotta practice not to get rusty. You gotta practice to stay relevant so you can learn new things, you know? Um, so you got to have number one and, and a love and enjoyment of, of creating. Uh, so that's that's one. Um, number two, don't be afraid. Don't don't hold. You know, don't don't cover up your light. You know, don't mm-hmm. cover it up. You know, again, it sounds cliche, but you got to let it shine. You got to let people see what you do. So it's, it's like you you said earlier, man. What are people going to say? No, or maybe later. Yeah. And, and, you know, but a lot of them will say, hey, you know what, you got something there. Let's, let's see what we can do. And then it might turn into one of these projects. And my wife's the one who, who kept telling me, you know, because I was like that. I I had issues kind of like getting, you know, being a little shy about getting my work out there. And she would be the one, hey, you know, reach out, reach out to people, you know, what are they going to say? You know, and, you know, sure enough. I, you know, I, I started being a little more um, confident and, and, uh, you know, I've had a lot of really cool experiences and, and adventures, you know, and, uh, and the arts, you know, and I've met tons of people that, that, you know, that were inspirations to me and I've been able to say, Hey, you know what? Thanks. Cause you know, part of what I and do. And now you inspire them. Well, look at you. You talk to Thank you, man. Thanks for your encouragement too, man, for having me on your show. It's nah, bro. I mean, I love. We love celebrating independent creators and 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 just even learning about you, your journey, who you work with, what you're doing, and just seeing this a sample of the amazing artistry and the pages I've shown and what's behind you. Coño, because Batman never looked cooler, yo. Look at that. <laughs> I think DC, you heard right here, right here, yo. Stop wasting time right there. All right? You got yeah, a Batman on your mouth right to them, you know? Yeah. I hope oh, I get a call from that. <laughs> I, I believe in manifestation, brother. Oh, you know, you got to put it, you know, from, from, you know, from your word, in your mouth, to God deals, yo. And then it manifests and it can happen. Gotta believe, man. The you know, that's you have, power. You have faith. You're, you're right. They you're told right. me people say if life if life is a hallucination, right? Because you got people talking about well, well life is yeah. a hallucination. Word. So then manifestation is is you uh basically manipulating the algorithm in your favor. So go ahead and give that energy out, that power, and manipulate the algorithm in your favor. That is life. Mm-hmm. And manifest what you wish because then it will become a reality. I truly believe that. You yeah. know, when I see people like you, you just, and it happens, you know, you listen to these people that you grew up, you meet a boom. You've worked yeah. with a lot of them thus far. And, you know, and, and it's your journey is far from over. So God only knows what else lies ahead. And, and, Again, yeah. much luck. Thank you, man. That, that's another show in and of itself. You know, the spiritual aspect of it. I'm not going to get into yeah, it. Man. But, uh, you know, faith has been a big part of everything that it's I've done. It's strong. Yeah, yeah, it's real. It's real. I learned that 
you know, through through harder campaign and seeing things happen. And I'm like, all right, there's something there. And, and it just changed my whole perspective. When I punched in my perspective, I've, you know, I've had better opportunity and see better opportunity. And, and you know, just, you know, palante, palante como un elefante. <laughs> you know what I mean? Let's do it, baby. Hey, so uh, thank you so much again, Mr. JC Byers, folks. One more time, one more time. I've been showing this off all through the show, so this is what you got to do. I need you to follow my big man right here on social Instagram. It's JC Byers. Art, that is the J-C-B-A-E-Z-Z, whatever you like it, art, right? <laughs> and then you go to the website. It's the same, jcbyersart.com, folks. But, you know, in the links up below, go, go, go buy this book right now. Support independent creators, musicians, get stepping into the space, artistry, you know, cre- awesome creativity. There's some type of stuff that you got to sit down, get your bottle of whiskey, cognac or sign, and enjoy a beautiful uh, read with beautiful artistry in it. And you can buy the book right there at saintnextpicks.com. All right. Or Burning Shed, if you're in the UK, make it a little easier on yourself and the wallet. All right. There we go. There we go. Thank you again, me and Mono. And Thank you, Al. Nah, man. That's my honor. So with that, folks, the outro tells you what to do with, with Conrad Crew, but this is what you got to do with Undercover Capes. Follow everyone at UndercoverCapes.com. Like in the family, those kick-ass shows like No Price Podcast, which is about Marvel, Definitive Crusade, which is about DC. Then, of course, they also have sloppy spoilers all about TV. And uh, we have K-pop Cosmos all about that K-pop music. That's right. Yeah, we even do music, folks. We cover everything. Normal Carpet Crusaders, we have other shows like Cinema Crusaders, you know what I mean? Talking all about movies and whatnot. And Music Crusaders that interview heavy metal bands up and coming. So we have a good time. We cover it all. That's what we do here, all right? Hasta la próxima, mi gente. Mucho amor. Wepa! Thank you for listening to the Comic Crusaders podcast. If you like the content, please subscribe and turn on notifications. Also, please visit ComicCrusaders.com and our extended podcast family over at UndercoverCapes.com. And also, make sure to download the Comic Crusaders app on the Google Play Store today.